WBNE. Hello from elsewhere. I'm Valerie. And I'm Casey. This episode comes to you straight from the Chicago suburbs in the McAllister family home. Because this month, Valerie turns 30. So we are sharing our favorite movies every year since 1990. It's my birthday. All right, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Valerie, we're, we're, as we're recording this, you're not quite 30. So, because no. we're recording it a little bit ahead. Yes. Um, as this episode releases, it will have been just after your birthday. But yep. right now you're 29. Do you feel the last vestiges of 29 slipping away? Do you feel like 30 is looming? Yeah. Is it uh, hanging over my head? Mm-hmm. No. I don't think so. I think 30 is going to be good, man. Yeah. Yeah. 29 has been kind of weird. I think I've so. earned 30. <laughs> You've earned 30. What do you mean? I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like I've accomplished plenty in my 30 years that I feel like I'm okay being 30, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like, oh, time's getting away from me or, oh, I'm there's so much I could have done in my 30 years so far or whatever. Like, I, I feel content in my current 30 years. do you feel like it's all downhill years? from here? No. Are you over the hill now? <laughs> am I over the hill? If I am, then you certainly are, sir. Oh, yeah. I was over the hill at 15, but <laughs> I was over the hill at like five. Well, I think that's it, too, is man. I've always been an old soul, so aging doesn't really bug me. Yeah. We're both going gray. It's okay. We are going gray. I've got a nice patch coming in I up in my new, bangs. a new gray in my facial hair like every day. You're jealous that I have more gray hairs than you do, though. I am jealous. Yep. I I think it's cool. Well, as as we mentioned in the intro, because it is your 30th birthday this month, we thought it would be fun to do a fun, sillier, kind of chill episode. For I don't you. know what you're talking about, Casey. This is the <laughs> this most yeah. difficult and stressful episode we have ever planned for. Picking a favorite episode or favorite movie from every year since 1990 it's really hard it's so hard we encourage you to try it those of you listening because it is hard it's really hard <laughs> every year since 1990 here's the upside of starting at 1990 casey and not mm-hmm. at your birthday or years prior is willow can't be on your list <laughs> it would be it would be like it would be princess bride then willow then batman 89 probably <laughs> those would be the three if we were going for my birthday but we're not. But we're, we're not. From we're born from 1990. So should we jump right in? I think the stipulation is we, because there are so many, we can't spend too long on each one. We'll be very briefly maybe say why it's our favorite. Fair enough. And talk about if a certain year is difficult because there are years that are really hard. They're very hard. But then there are certain years, like I feel like the early 90s, hmm. I've only seen a few movies from the early 90s because I okay. was a baby at the time. So You were a wee lass. Yes. Okay. And I was apparently Scottish. <laughs> yep. 1990. What is your favorite movie from 1990? This is, this is where the intro comes from. Home Alone. Yes. I love Home Alone. It's a classic. It's still one I enjoy watching every Christmas. Mm-hmm. What about you? Mine is Dick Tracy. Which I still haven't seen. You've never seen Dick Tracy. I had Dick is that Tracy what we bed need sheets to do? for years <laughs> yes. growing up, and somehow we've never watched Dick Tracy. This story I've heard, but I've never seen Dick Tracy. Let's watch it on your birthday. On my birthday. <laughs> it's from my birth year. Is that like a new birthday rule? You have to watch a movie from your birth year? That'd be a great one, except <laughs> then you'd like kind of run out. I'm sure there's 
plenty of movies from 1990 I've never seen. We could yeah, at least get the next you like. Don't want to see also. You could probably get like at least the next ten years. Hmm. Yeah. You know, and then you move on to 1991 <laughs> after you run out of things to watch from 1990. Speaking of which, 1991. What's your favorite? Father of the Bride. Oh, that's a good one. I love that one. It's classic. Steve Martin and uh, what's his Martin name? Martin Short. Martin Short. Mm-hmm. I was like, they always, I mean, his role's kind of smaller. Me, he's he's my favorite part. <laughs> Every party has a pooper. That's what we invited you for, George Bonks. <laughs> a cake, Franck, is flour and water. My first car didn't cost this much. <laughs> I could like quote that whole movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's I love so it. great. You and I watch it every once in a while. <laughs> Mine from 1991 is The Rocketeer. So that good. That's good one, one I grew up watching all the time. One of the more underrated comic book based movies, especially those that came out pre pre X Men, pre um, you know all the the Sam Raimi Spider Man before the superhero movies got big. Right. We had like The Rocketeer, and I hadn't seen The Rocketeer until we were married. I think mm, at least dating, one. but married, yeah. We didn't date very long, so probably married. <laughs> probably. 1992. Right. 1992. I'm you still have two. I have two, and it's still a hard choice for me. I'm trying to pick a very favorite. Probably Newsies, because mm. I just grew up watching it so much, all the time. Newsies. It's yeah. a great one. Yep. And then what my runner-up, A League of Their Own. Oh, okay. Those Rockford Peaches, man. <laughs> I love that movie. Shout out Plus to our Rockford, Illinois listener. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks is from Rockford, Illinois. Yes. That's got him in it. <laughs> My 1992 is Sneakers. Have you seen Sneakers? I don't think I've seen Sneakers. It's it's great. We should watch it. Like, it's legitimately good. It's got Robert Redford, um, Sidney Poitier. They're, they're like running a... Con- it's like pre-Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Eleven. It's like 90s mm. Ocean Ocean's Eleven. They got to break in. Um, got to record some people's voices because you, know, you got to get the voice command because they're sneaking around. Oh, I'm picturing like shoes here. When I was, I was young, like, I always thought I? that too. <laughs> yeah. And it's got Whistler, who's like a great blind character mm. played by David Strathairn. And he has to use his other senses. It's great. Not played by an actual blind person, but sneakers. Check it out. Okay. 1994. Oh, you're skipping 93, oh, which is a huge year. 1993. There's so many that year. That's what I meant to say. 1993, I went Jurassic Park. I also put Jurassic Park. I had a, to. It was a good year. I just, Jurassic Park, I don't think it can be topped. No. But that year is great. We've got Groundhog Day, The Fugitive, which is my mom's favorite movie. Okay. I don't know if you knew that about my mom. Her favorite movie is The Fugitive. Fugitive scarred me. I saw it. I think I was too young when I first saw it. Like, I mean, obviously I, mean, I didn't murder, see it when I was yeah. three, but when I was like probably 11 or something and saw it, too intense for me. That year also has Rudy. It's a good one. Homeward Bound. Oh, you love talking animals. No, but I loved Homeward Bound <laughs> growing up. I don't know if I could stand it now, but Schindler's List. I've Spielberg had two Schindler's movies come List. out that same year. Oh, big year. So he was working on Schindler's List during post production of Jurassic Park. Okay. And also The Sandlot. The Sandlot was my runner up. Mm. Jurassic Park, The Sandlot. Great year. 94, also a hard year. Was. I went with The Lion King. So did I. That's cute. (laughs) I had to. That was the one that we had our first date to, Casey. That's true. It was our first date in a pillow fort, a blanket fort. What were your runners up? Did you have any? Angels in the Outfield. Go back to Cincinnati. <laughs> we had a request that I yell "Go back to Cincinnati" every episode, so there's so your I'm quota. I'm glad I put that for you right there. <laughs> Just 
<laughs> just led you to it. And then my other runner-up is the Swan Princess. Oh. For longer than forever. Maybe yep. it's sacrilegious. I don't think I've seen all of the Swan Princess. So. Casey, how have we not watched the Swan Princess together? My sister Lindsay watched it, but I don't think I watched the whole thing. Oh, man. That year also had Little Women. Yeah, that's um, a good one. Richie Rich. Come on. Yep. That was always the dream to have a McDonald's in your mansion. I know. The roller coaster. I wanted the roller coaster. Also, much more serious than Richie Rich. Shawshank Redemption is really good. Good year for movies, 94. Very much 95. So. We've got two in a row that we've picked the same. Will 95 also continue that streak? This is one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Okay. While you were sleeping. Yep, that's on my list yep. too. <laughs> <laughs> we've got three in a row. While you were sleeping. If you haven't seen While You Were Sleeping yet, it's on Disney+. Plus. Go watch it now. It's. Uh, I was going to say it might be my favorite Sandra Bullock movie, but that is a really hard choice there. But it's definitely one of my all-time favorite movies. These mashed potatoes are so creamy. <laughs> Mary mashed them. <laughs> I love them while you were sleeping. We watch it often. At least twice a year, I think. At least. <laughs> okay, 1996. Wait, runner-up. Oh, sorry, I didn't have any runners-up, but I should have asked. Oh, Toy Story? Oh, yeah. Also, one of my most watched childhood movies, The Pebble and the Penguin. Pebble and the Penguin. Does it go something like that? Yes, oh, it wow, does. I got it right. And it's a ridiculous movie cartoon, but also so good. All right, 1996. We might have, I don't know. Do we have the same favorite again? I don't think we're going to have, how many okay. is that? Four in a row? <laughs> no, three in a row. We've had three in a row. I don't think we're going to have four. What's your 96? That thing you do. No. You doing that thing you do. Apparently, I'm going to sing a lot this episode. <laughs> I apologize in advance. Every every yeah. musical because i love musicals well, before i got choose mine why why did you why did you pick that thing you do i don't even Steve have Zahn. the words <laughs> to describe how much i love that thing you do it's got some of my favorite people in it tom hanks and i love steve zahn and i just love the whole premise and it's so funny and i love the costumes from that era but really what sells at casey is Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Right. That's it. That's all Everyone's I need. Everyone's favorite beachside mm-hmm. band. Uh, my running up, runner up, Matilda. Oh. I love that movie. Danny DeVito. He's the he's chokey. Pretty villainous. What more do you need? <laughs> Miss Trunchbull. Yeah. The movie's scary. It is. My choice is Mission Impossible. The first mm. one. I remember, let's see, I, I wouldn't have seen it when it came out. But I remember that was one of the first movies that was like... When you were nine, you didn't see it when you were nine. No, I didn't see it when I was nine, but I do remember... <laughs> That's good parenting. Not long after, just like three or four years later when I would have yeah. first seen it. And I remember being just in awe of that movie. Like It was like one of the first more adult movies, but that wasn't from like black and white era, you know, like a more mm. modern kind of adult movie. Mm-hmm. Not that it's like super adult, but, I, but like right. intended for an older, so like mature brain. like one of your brain. first PG-13 movies you saw possibly yeah because i have yeah later on in my list because i have one that was like one of the first pg-13 movies i just remember loving it so much and it like blew my brain like all the twists and turns and it was hard to follow and i just i loved it and i still love it i love mission impossible it's funny because i enjoy all the mission impossibles but none of them made my favorite lists hmm 1997 i felt like this one was a year that i didn't have a ton of choices so you put independence day you know i have i do like independence day but uh, I went with Men in Black because that was one that I always liked growing up. So another Wait, Or was Independence Day 96? No, I don't know. No, Google, I don't need to know. They should know I mean the movie, not the holiday. <laughs> but 
But Casey, you might have forgotten what day Independence Day, the day, the holiday is. Oh, no, sorry. Independence Day was 96, not okay. 97. Yeah, see, 97, I didn't have a ton that I was like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. But I liked Men in Black and Rocket Man. Those two were probably tied, I guess. Oh, the Disney Rocket Man? Yes. Mm. Which we were just Wasn't talking about. Me. I know. We were just talking about how we should show that to the kids. I think mm. they're old enough now they'd get a kick out of it. My choice was Contact with Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. I knew you'd pick that the one. Search and it is for a really good one. Extraterrestrial Intelligence. I love that movie. It's a good book, too. I haven't read the book. Yeah, both really good. And it's about aliens, but kind of not about aliens. So. Whereas the next year, 1998, that was a hard year to pick. What what it, what won out for you, 1998? I think it's got to be You've Got Mail. It's one of my most watched movies, and I it still holds up. I love that one. But my runner-ups were Ever After mm-hmm. with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. It's like a Cinderella story. So good. Uh, the Truman Show, The Parent Trap, and Mulan. They're like. Yeah, I couldn't decide for me between Mulan and Truman Show as yeah. well. I probably, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to choose on that one. If I have to, I guess Truman Show. But I really love Mulan too. Mm-hmm. They're all so good. Truman Show's so good. So, so good. But you've got mail. Come on. I mean, yeah, it's I like love you've got mail. classic Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan movie. Okay. 1999, numero uno for me is October Sky. Oh, good one. That's where my love of Jake Gyllenhaal began. You and I watched that just a few weeks ago. I know. Still great. Still fantastic. Still love that one. October Sky. Uh, Runner up, Galaxy Quest. Which is my winner, no surprise, Galaxy Quest. But uh, The Matrix also came out that year, which was Mm. huge. I didn't see it when it came out either, but great movie. But Galaxy Quest, I mean, it's one of my favorite comedies, period. And I quote it all the time and I watch it all the time. I love Galaxy <laughs> Quest. It is one of our your top quoted movies. Yeah. All right. The year 2000, the millennium, Y2K. Yep. It is all of those things. My favorite from 2000, The Legend of Bagger Vance, mm-hmm. which is a movie that you don't love as much as I love, but I love this movie. It's a golf movie. I don't golf, but I love this movie. It's got Will Smith. It's got Matt Damon. It's got Charlize Theron. It is like the ultimate movie, guys, and it's a great it's story. Bruce McGill. I don't know who that is. <laughs> you know, he's uh, he's also in uh, Elizabethtown, uh, Bill Banyan. Oh, yes. It does have him. Um, I have nothing against, really. It's Right. Yeah. You just don't love it like I right. love it. And that's okay. 2000, I picked Gladiator. Mm. That's a fantastic movie. So Have I emotional. seen it? If I've You've seen it. You've watched it, I think, with me. It was I on was... TV or something. Right. It's been yeah. too long. I don't remember it very well. But also the year 2000 came, uh, Titan AE was released. Oh, yes. Titan AE. I remember I seeing that, that in theaters. We were like the only people in the theater. <laughs> That's also great. the year for Remember the Titans. Mm. Hey, I was thinking about that. For movies, it'd be fun to go through years and like, uh, what's the song that they play? Uh, the game that they play on Pitch Perfect where like the song, they have to... Uh, find a word that's the same in a song and then switch oh, so to a new say, song. Like, remember the Titan AE. Exactly. Sounds like a Jeopardy. Uh, exactly. Question. A category, or like there was another year where it's like Baby Mama Mia because it's mm. like Baby Mama and Mama Mia come out that year. Yes. So that'd be a fun game to play. I love it. Um, but 2000, I have to mention my runner-up was Billy Elliot. Have you seen Billy Elliot? Yeah, we watched it. We watched know. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean. To be fair, we've watched the edited version because I believe there are like... I think it swears a lot. A gazillion F words, (laughs) if I remember 
I haven't seen it. It's set in like Ireland. It is set in Ireland in like the 90s. But that movie is incredible. Really good. So good. And I don't usually love, you'll notice all of my favorites tend to be like comedies or rom-coms or we'll get some action in there, (laughs) like superhero movies. So when I put in a drama, then it's like I really liked it. Yeah. So now we're getting into the 2000s. I feel like the 90s, like we said, there's a few years that were hard. I do love a lot of movies from the 90s, but I feel like this gets progressively harder as we go along. Um, Probably because at this age, we would both be seeing more movies Mm -hmm. that were current. Right. Like I started seeing movies in theaters more often. Yeah. So 2001, what did you pick? The Princess Diaries. I remember being 11 years old and seeing The Princess Diaries in theaters. Really? And it was just made for me at that age and time. And yet I still love it so much. It's a great movie. My runner up. That's really hard. But probably. But see, that's really because that year was also Harry Potter. And I got to see all the Harry Potter movies in theater. um, Mm. Because that was so the Sorcerer's Stone came out that year. And I remember being so excited because I had read all the books up to that point, And I was just super excited. Sorcerer's Stone came out in 2001? Yep. Why do I picture it as uh, 99? Because you are wrong. That's why. Well, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I believe you. I'm just in my head for some reason. Um, 2001, my choice was Ocean's Eleven. That was one of my runner-ups along with The Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. Which that was hard because I didn't see that one when it first came out. I mm. saw that one later. And it's not my favorite of the trilogy, so... So Princess Diaries wins out. So Princess out, Diaries wins out. Yeah, I love I Ocean's. have seen Princess Diaries many, many more times than I have seen anything else from that year. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say Ocean's Eleven, that's one I can watch anytime as well. I yes. love any of those Ocean's movies mm-hmm. um, are just easy to put on. I agree. Good. Classics. 2002. This is the year that I put The Two Towers. Oh, yeah. Number one. It's the first PG-13 movie I got to see in theaters. Wow. You were old by then. Well, I was only 12, so they (laughs) snuck me in. I went with my older siblings. I don't think there are rules for PG-13. I know. Probably not. I think you're supposed to (laughs) be with an adult. Well, aren't you supposed to be with an adult? No, that's right there. That's right there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So PG-13 is a suggestion. Yep. I was close enough. I was 12. And I wasn't scared by any means. Like I had seen The Fellowship at Home. You weren't scared. You hate Gollum. You skipped I the do Gollum hate parts. Gollum. Okay. Why would you even put two towers on your list? Because <laughs> there are ants in it, Casey. Because there is the Rohirrim in it. Oh. Right, that went to the Mandalorian. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Because they, uh, they are kind of similar, They are kind of similar, but now that you... Now I can't get the Ro- Rohan music in my head because it goes straight to the mm, Mandalorian. Now it's doing it to me, too. Or it goes to... Um, bum, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 2002, I said The Count of Monte Cristo. Mm, I love that movie. Good one. Yeah, it's really good. And I don't know, just... I love any story with a character that like goes to prison and has to break out and also stories where people think that someone is dead and then they come back and are surprised <laughs> and that that story has both of those things. True. So, he's not the greatest because it's all about revenge and stuff, but uh you know. Yeah. As one does. Not super great, but I just it's a really I think it's a really well-made movie and I just enjoy it. My runner up for 2002 mm-hmm. is Lilo and Stitch. Which, if I remember correctly, is the first movie that made me cry. Oh. 
because up to that point, I mean, I would have been 12 when Lilo and Stitch, when I saw it. Up to that point, I don't know, as like a kid, I don't remember crying any movies as a kid. Like, they just don't affect you as deeply. I think some things just go over your head. But like, Lilo and Stitch made me really sad and really love it all at the same time. So that one holds a special place in my heart. I think the first thing I remember crying at, like, movie, was a made-for-TV version of Flowers for Algernon with Matthew Modine. I cried at that. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I've heard of Flowers of Algernon, but I've never seen it. I think it's a short story, which I'd, I'd read later, but I'd seen that made-for-TV right. show before beforehand. But Okay. Uh, my runner-up that year was Catch Me If You Can. I love that movie. That is a great one. All right, jump to 2003. You ready for this? Yeah. This is where I show my really classy side. I'm, Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> is this is it going to be a Disney Channel original movie? Close. Oh. It was a Disney Channel series that was so popular the movie made it to theaters, Casey. Hold on. Let Name me think that about movie. It. So popular it made it to theaters. This was I mean, this was before High School Musical. Mhm. Um 2003 series. I don't know. What was it? The Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, yeah, where she goes to Rome. <laughs> where she goes to Rome. And falls in love with a... The singer. A, a boy. Yep, an Italian and pop I think singer. Gordo is probably jealous. Yep. Also, it's fantastic. <laughs> I watched it not that long ago, and I still say it holds up. I'll just have to trust you on that. <laughs> have you never... Have you seen it, right? Have you seen it? I just gave you the whole plot. You just gave me the whole <laughs> plot, so you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I don't remember saying, I don't think those. you and I have watched it together. Well, no, we didn't know each other in 2003. I know, but... What if we were in the same theater? I didn't see it in theaters, <laughs> so that's not possible. I don't but... think I saw it in... I'm not sure if I saw it in theaters or not either. I feel like it's one of those that I would have wanted to see in theaters, and my mom would have been like, that's not worth the money. <laughs> Come on, mom, take me to the movies. I want to see the Lizzie McGuire <laughs> movie. <laughs> my 2003 pick is... You get it? I'm 13 at this time, and that was just... Yeah the epitome of awesome because i watched all of the lizzie mcguire show obviously do you know what my 2003 is hmm curse of the black pearl nope return of the king ah return of the king that's right that was 2003 that's like possibly my favorite movie ever yes i'd forgotten that was that year return of the king i definitely cried that's the first time i cried in a theater i think Mm. was return of the king which part maybe um the whole ending i was just teary-eyed the whole ending (laughs) Like, yeah, we've talked about this before. Oh, yes. But, so I'm going to move on. But yes, Return of the King, love it. 2004. Ready for Mm -hmm. my favorite part two? Favorite part two? Yes. My favorite sequel movie. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Princess Diaries 2. Oh. (laughs) Royal Engagement. (laughs) Fun fact. I know so many fun facts about Princess Diary movies. Yes, you do. You You should go listen to our... You should go do our uh, our commentary with Princess Diaries mm-hmm. and watch it with us. The first one, though. The first we one. We haven't done the second one. Maybe we should. <laughs> I've got more fun got facts more ready. <laughs> but that was a really good year because I also had Finding Neverland on there. Oh, yeah. And we talked about how I love Jake Gyllenhaal. So The Day After Tomorrow. I love that one. That's my kind of movie where it's like intense, but not like scary. Okay, what was yours for 2004? This one's hard. Um... Probably Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, but also I put Napoleon Dynamite on here because I haven't seen it for years, like a long time. I feel like probably I couldn't since, rewatch it now. No, probably since like 2005 because it people quoted it so much that mm-hmm. it kind of 
wore out its welcome but i think napoleon dynamite is the movie i've seen the most in theaters i think we saw it like seven times we were really bored that summer still holding the so we record just kept going huh? back <laughs> and i think i think the force awakens might have gotten close but mm. i'm pretty sure napoleon dynamite has the record so that movie was just a phenomenon yeah when it came out was it like it was a like, phenomenon everywhere or was it like a utah thing? i don't know maybe it was a utah thing because i went to high school here so that was the same time i mean i think people know it but because it was made by a um you know the directors from utah the writer directors from utah i think i wonder if it was like extra. from utah i thought it was from idaho or it's just filmed in idaho i guess he went to school in, in utah i don't know if he's from mm. jared hess i don't know if he's from utah but it had utah ties and so i think yes that's why it did so well but i'm curious listener was Napoleon Dynamite a phenomenon where you live? Also, we're did you see a fair it seven amount times older <laughs> than some of our audience here. So, I think our audience skews a little bit older. Among all the WBNE shows, I think ours skews the oldest. Okay, maybe. Yeah, we got to hit that septuagenarian crowd. <laughs> That's what we're aiming for. We really get along with the because you know the seventy-year-olds love Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, they watched it seven times in theaters. Yeah. One for each decade they've been alive. <laughs> All right, 2005, I picked... This one was hard. I don't know. I don't know 2005. It's impossible for me. Mm, It's so hard. I'm going to say Revenge of the Sith. I'm going to say Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Because that was the one I was most excited for that year and also the most like emotional in theaters um, Mm. for movies I saw that year. But I have a lot of runners up that year because we have... Batman Begins. Yes. Fantastic. That was one of my runners up. Serenity. I saw I it that year. Put that on and there. I love that movie. Um I really liked War of the Worlds with mm-hmm. uh, Tom Cruise, so I put that on there too. But probably Revenge of the Sith. My other runner ups, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That one's so good. And Goblet of Fire. But my number one for two thousand five, Pride and Prejudice. Mm. I just have to. It's probably the movie I've seen the most in theaters. Really? I think I've only seen it twice. <laughs> Honestly, though, I don't think I've ever seen another movie twice in theaters. Yeah, you've seen Rogue One in theaters twice. Oh, that's right. And you you've might seen, have seen La La Land twice. twice. In okay. Well, I stand by all three of those. Those are like three of my favorite movies of all time, so that's fair. The Pride and Prejudice soundtrack is probably still one of my all-time favorites. It's a great movie. And the movie is so pretty, and I just it's really well done. On to 2006, Casey. I chose... This was one that, a year that I was like... Didn't really? feel like there were a ton of things that were really catching my interest there. I have four that are tricky, okay. that are hard to choose from. That's so funny because I have two that I was like, yeah, I like Probably those. Probably three and one that's <laughs> like a real runner up. My number one that year is The Prestige, which you don't love, but um, I really like The Prestige a lot and I think it's fantastic and you should watch it. It's just too intense for me. It gets pretty dark Yeah, and it's, you know, dealing with obsession and how far people will go, which always goes into dark, creepy territory. So, yep. But I love it. My number one I went with was The Devil Wears Prada. Because again, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> she is queen. And Meryl Streep and Emily Blunt. It's still a great movie. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Best. That was one of her first big roles. What runners-up did you have that year? The only one that was a runner-up that even caught my interest was She's the Man. Because I do love mm. She's the Man. That's a great one. Do you um, like cheese? <laughs> uh, my favorite's Gouda. <laughs> 2006, I also have Pan's Labyrinth, the the creepy pale it. man with the eyeballs in his hands, you know. It's as, great. As one does. And but uh, I seen no, it. I really like Pan's Labyrinth and Mission Possible 3, I really love. And The Fountain, which is a weird, uh, weird movie, but I like it. Plus, the music is so good. Never heard of that one. What's The, the Fountain? Fountain? Yeah. 
It's with Hugh Jackman and uh, Rachel Weiss, and they are playing characters in like three different time periods, like the past, the present, and then like far in the future. Huh. And they're all kind of going through the same kind of story. It's it's weird, but it's good. Interesting. It's an interesting premise. Yeah. 2007, what you got? Order of the Phoenix. I love Order of the Phoenix. Can it's we, so like, good. I know people give it a hard time, they really but do. I love Order of the Phoenix. I love the book, but what I love about the movie... First of all, Luna Lovegood. Right. This is where we meet her. But what I love about the movie is you still get angsty Harry, but you don't get angsty Harry for as long as the book. As the book. Mm. Like Luna has that one scene with the Thestrals and she snaps him out of it pretty quick after that. He kind of turns. Which that's not a scene in the book, but no, I really it's love not. that scene. But I really love that one too. And I think maybe I appreciated this one more than some of the other Harry Potters just because... I was finally at a point watching them where I was old enough. What year was this? 2007? Mm-hmm. Seven, I was 17. I was old. Well, I was probably 16 if it came out that summer. Yeah. Anyways, I was old enough to like appreciate the books and movies could be different. Mm. Whereas like the third movie I had totally struggled with because I was like, it's so different from the first two movies and from the book and it really bugged me. But at this point I was like, I could appreciate that like the book is awesome and the movie is awesome in different ways. I chose Juno. I knew you would. Yeah. Ellen Page. 2007. I would like that spawned a crush on Ellen Page. And it's just a good movie. And it still holds up. I think it's well, really like superbly written. And it's really funny. Right. We watched really that that long ago. Yeah. And it's still great. I loved Juno. But I'm going to embarrass our listener Casey for a second because he hated that movie. <laughs> we watched it in theaters <laughs> together. And he felt so uncomfortable doing that movie. Mm. And I was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Casey. <laughs> Does talk a lot about like pregnancy related stuff and Yeah. He wasn't ready for that. <laughs> no. Look at you. You said you were always over the hill. I was a little more mature, I guess. Even I was <laughs> a year older than him. Oh, love you, Casey. Um two thousand eight. That was another year where I was like, Oh, I guess there's some that I like here. But nothing that was like, yes, that's one of my all time favorite movies. Whereas uh, 2008 sticks out in my brain, like, mm. forcefully. My favorite from 2008, Baby Mama. Speaking of movies with babies and pregnancies <laughs> and all kinds of grossness and realness. Well with baby Mama. <laughs> yeah. Here comes your baby mama driving a Suzuki. <laughs> I haven't seen that for a long time, so, so I don't really funny. get that reference. But okay. <laughs> I love Baby Mama. <laughs> Plus, it's classic. Amy Poehler and uh, Tina Fey. So they're just such a good duo. See, and I'm over here like 2008 changed superhero movies. The trajectory of your life. Because 2008 was The Dark Knight and Iron Man. Right? right? Yeah, Iron Man. The first Iron Man was in 2008. But my choice was Dark Knight. And also, I mean, The Dark Knight I saw and was just blown away by the whole thing. And I don't know that I need to talk about why, but... Valerie doesn't like that movie. That's why I can't talk about it. I was so excited because I loved the Batman Batman Begins so much. And then here I was 18 and it was like the the Dark Knight was the first midnight movie that I went to. Like midnight release. Maybe the you whole, were just too tired. The whole standing in line, the whole everything. And it was just so dark. Like the whole time I just felt like, I don't know how to like, you know, like a, a weight on me, like kind of gross. Like it was just too much, too intense for me. Mm. And so I just really did not enjoy it. And it made me so sad. And it made me nervous to see The Dark Knight Rises. 
yeah. which I'm glad I did because that one's one I'm like love, love. That's my favorite of the three. It's it's interesting to me. Yeah. Um, that year also had Wally, and I have to mention Wally. So it's like a toss up, Dark Knight or Wally, because I love Wally, that little robot. He's, he's good, my favorite. He's a good little robot. The best. He saves the day. All right, 2009, Casey. Um, 500 Days of Summer. I figured you'd pick that one. Yeah. I went with All About Steve. Oh, man. <laughs> Can we talk about 500 Days of Summer for a second? We just did filibuster a whole, no, 2009. We just did a whole <laughs> movie or a whole episode That's true. on 500 Days of Summer. I don't need to talk about why. I love 500 Days of Summer, and I'll yeah. leave it at that. What we still need to do a whole episode on <laughs> is All About Steve. Do an, all, an episode all about All About Steve. Exactly. <laughs> Only if we can title it that. All yeah. about, all about Steve. I'm 100% down That's for what that. we should have done for your birthday, as your birthday present. Ah, finally I'd get you to rewatch All About Steve with me. And I'm not opposed to rewatching it. And but record an episode with commentary. just not watch it. Commentary. I want a commentary of All About Steve. Oh, man. <laughs> 2009 also had Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes. Which is fantastic. And it had Sherlock Holmes, that which was one I really of my love. Sherlock Holmes. I loved what they did with the new Sherlock Holmes Same. movies. I need so a third good. one. I'd be down for a third one, 100%. 2010. This one had a couple of good ones that I loved, but I think Inception is probably top. That was my. That was mine as well. Yep. Look at that. It's been a few years there since we've had a, <laughs> a shared, yeah, shared. shared movie, but Inception. As far as number one, we had plenty that we both liked. Got a lot of Christopher Nolan on here. Um, I must like him. 2010 had my runner-ups. Leap Year. Love Leap Year. Amy Adams. Um, also Red. Yeah, Red was my runner-up too. Red is so good. I don't think enough people have seen Red. It's fantastic. I don't even know. It's Our like septuagenarians a, have seen Red. Yes. This is all about old people. Because it's all <laughs> about like old people who like used to be spies and CIA agents and everything. And then they've kind of gotten like pulled back in. But it is just unexpectedly hilarious so funny so so super funny it's got bruce willis and john malkovich and morgan freeman helen miram yeah yeah so good everyone should watch red plus what's his name that plays the crazy lives in the bayou type guy (laughs) i don't remember it's been too long since i've seen it we need to see it again 2011 also tangled was 2010 i love tangled it's a great one okay 2011 go ahead so we've got what uh, we've got the last decade here. Mm-hmm. so We're down to the last <laughs> 10 years of my life. You're 21 at this point, <laughs> 2011, or 20 turning 21. Uh, this one was a little bit tricky, but I would say just because I watched it recently and remembered how much I love it is Hugo by Martin Scorsese. And it's, if you haven't seen Hugo, I mean, you should watch Hugo. It's a great one. Is that also, on Disney Plus? Where did you watch uh, it? No, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. Yeah, it's about a boy stuck in a train station and he's trying to solve the mystery of his dad and then also solve the mystery of some other things that happen and it's all about the the beauty of of movies and stories within stories and um just really romanticizes filmmaking and especially the silent film era which Mm -hmm. i love so yeah i can't recommend hugo enough i remember when that book came out and i loved the book the book's so good and the book is like super fat because it's mostly pictures Mm -hmm. um my number one for 2001 2011 was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. I thought it was just the ultimate, absolute best conclusion to the series. And it was everything that I wanted it to be. And it gave me all the feels. And I teared up when people die. And I just still love it so much. I'm surprised you didn't pick Part 1 for 2010 because of 
it came out the day we were married. <laughs> it did come out the day we were married. I tried to talk Casey into going to the midnight showing the night before our wedding, and he told me no. Can you believe that? How I lame just didn't is that? Be super tired the next day <laughs> <laughs> on our wedding day. So instead, we saw it the day after we were married while yeah. we were on our honeymoon. Yeah, it was fine. It was great. It was a very rainy day. Yep. Almost blizzardy. Um, my runner-ups, though, for 2011. Midnight in Paris. Yep, that's on my Love list. Love it. X-Men First Class. Oh, yeah. So good. Also, one that not enough people have seen, The Adjustment Bureau. Yeah. It's got Matt Damon and Emily Blunt. The and best. Um, Emily Blunt. And what's his name that plays... Uh, yeah, um, Anthony Mackie. Al- Anthony Mackie. Falcon. Falcon, that's what it is. I was going to say Hawkeye, and I was like, that's not Hawkeye. It's going for the birds. That year also had um, Tintin, The Adventures of Tintin, which is underrated, I think. And uh, Jane Eyre, which we watched once, but I really liked that version with uh, yeah, it was Mia a good Wasa, Wasakowski, Wasakowska. I'm not sure you said And uh, um, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Just a really beautiful telling of it. Okay. 2012, Casey. I already mentioned it was going to be on one of, it was one of my favorites. So Dark Knight Rises. Mm. I love the Dark Knight Rises. What's your numero uno? Um, Probably, ooh, I had a hard time. Uh I'd say Moonrise Kingdom, mm. but it was between Moonrise one. Kingdom and Skyfall. I really like Skyfall, but it's also pretty dark, and so I don't feel yeah. the need to watch it that often. That um, is dark. But it's just really beautiful for a James Bond movie especially, but Moonrise Kingdom's especially funny, and I like Wes Anderson and also beautifully shot. So Can we talk about how The Dark Knight Rises was the last midnight showing that you and I have ever been to? Yeah, because I felt dead the next day. Because <laughs> we were too old. That was the day I realized I was old. <laughs> Um, you were more dead than me and I was pregnant with our oldest child at the time. Yep. I was like our first baby. Super pregnant. I wore Casey's shirt that had like the Riddler symbol on it. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, all of my shirts were getting too small at this point. And I had a, I believe in Harvey Dent t-shirt. Yes. Yep. And so we, uh, yeah, we went to the min. that was the last midnight showing we've been to. Do people go to midnight showings still? We're just out of that loop, but they still exist. People do that, but they keep moving it back. Now you can get into showings on like Thursday at seven o'clock. Right. Yeah. Cause I've been to like early showings, but yeah. and never midnight anymore. Yeah. Um, Too old for that stuff. I guess when I went to Rise of Skywalker, it was pretty late, but it wasn't midnight. No. I got still got, I was still in bed by like 11. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is late for us, but yes. you know. <laughs> All right, 2013. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, yeah. Great one. It's one of my favorites. But my runner-up is probably your number one. Gravity. Gravity. I love Gravity. It's really great. We mentioned it recently. What was it? Oh, it was in our bonus beeps. Mm. But I was talking about how I just think it's really like beautifully simple movie mm-hmm. in terms of the story. But um, well, we I just had like a whole episode message. on it. True. Our Rebirth episode, which Go is like back a to super rebirth. early on episode. Yeah. Uh, rebirth, but... Yeah, I love Gravity. I also like super, um, like the technical side of things, how they made that movie is insane. If you can find any behind the scenes stuff about Gravity, um, even if you don't like the movie that much, I think you'd appreciate it. So 2014. I had a hard time. This is where it gets hard. Between (laughs) two. Just between two though. Uh, But I ended up going with Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Because I did really love that first movie. I was sorely disappointed with the second, but I really loved the first Guardians of the Galaxy. And then it really closely tied with Interstellar. I love Interstellar. I have a really hard time with 2014. This is a really hard year for me. Mm. But I'm going to go with the Lego movie because it is the one that changed my life 
which I've talked about, so I won't yep. talk about it more, but it did. Um, the Lego movie. I love that movie. But I also have Interstellar um, and Guardians of the Galaxy. But also Edge of Tomorrow came out that came out that year. Mm-hmm. Ex Machina came out that year. Song of and, the Sea came out that year. Oh, Song of the Sea? I didn't even remember. And we I still need to do a uh, still need to do an episode with Song of the Sea and Secret of Kells. Absolutely. And Winter we just Soldier. need them to be more accessible for people to watch, though. That's the hard part. Um, Song of the Sea is on Netflix. Oh, everyone go watch Song of the and Sea. Secret of Kells used to be. Uh, but Winter Soldier also came out in 2014, mm. which I adore. So, but I'd I'd still go with Lego Movie. Okay, 2015. I know what yours is gonna be. Do you? Yes. Because I already told you. No, because I just know. Okay. There's an earwig crawling up the wall. Gross. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, but. <laughs> yes, that's the one you picked. <laughs> There's an earwig crawling up the wall. My favorite movie from 2015. <laughs> but your number one has got to be the force awakens it was 2015 the force awakens yep it was great i love it it is super good but when i first saw i didn't love it as much as i as you loved it like for the longest time i was like it just feels like a new hope reboot i mean i i feel like when i watched it i had some issues with it but overall i still really loved it yeah of the you know the three newest sequels, it's my least favorite. Mm, so not the, mine. The one that made my top for that year. The, again, I don't think enough people have seen the Man from Uncle. Yes. I really love that movie. Um, what's her name? Oh, I don't even remember her name. Oh, he is uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill and, and uh, uh, Army Hammer. Army Hammer and and what's her name? And they are all fantastic together. And it's like a. 1960s spy thriller kind of movie alicia vikander yeah and it is so good it's based on an old tv show we watched it from yeah i remember you telling me that um we watched it recently so it's on something no my parents own it so i think Uh, we just borrow it borrowed it but i i liked it a lot of people didn't seem to watch it or care for it but i thought it was great i think the cast was all really like they all worked really well Mm -hmm. together there was good chemistry i agree and i liked the Mm storyline and they're great comedic moments too yeah it's a guy ritchie movie he did sherlock holmes mm. so you must well, just like guy ritchie there we go that was your 2015 that was my 2015 okay. so we're on to the hardest year of all time it is the hardest year of all time 2016 is possibly my favorite year of movies there are like a ridiculous number of good movies that came out in 2016 or at least you know our our kind of movies yes we do have a type <laughs> <laughs> my Number one, I'm not even giving it runner, you know, there are runner ups, but I didn't even tie it with anything. See, I don't know what you're going to say. Ooh, what do you, you don't have any guesses what I'll say? A guess between two of them. Let's hear what your guesses are. Either La La Land or Rogue One. Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh. (laughs) I love it so much. That's how crazy 2016 is. is I have a list of like so many movies and somehow I forgot about Hunt for the Wilder People, but I love that movie. It's so good. Rogue One is like a super close second and then La La Land's a close third. But then you also have Civil War. Mm -hmm. Was that your favorite? Which one was your favorite? No, 2016. I mean, it's on my runner's up list. Right. I, um, I do really like Civil War. Also on that runners-up list, La La Land, Rogue One, Moana. Moana is on my runners-up, yep. Um, 13th documentary that came mm. out that year. That's a really good documentary. Um, but no, my two, and I, I really can't pick, is between Arrival and Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah, that's right. Which are in like my top five movies ever, and they both came out that year. So Kubo like, and Two Strings and Arrival, I can't, I can't decide. I 
such a good year for me. Like, yeah. I love all of those mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. But I really love Hunt for the Wilder People. Is it still on Hulu? Go watch it on Hulu. You should watch that. Find a way to watch Kubo. Find a way to watch Arrival. It's the first Taika Waititi movie, which is where we fell in love with Taika Waititi mm-hmm. back in 2016. Well, it's not his first movie. No, it's the first, the first we, we saw. saw. Mm-hmm. That is the first one that made it to the States, though. Um, I think I'd heard, they, like, of little what we news- do, I'd heard of what we do in the shadows. So some mm. people must have seen that. Okay. Um, and he has another movie, Boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2016. Crazy year. 2017, also really hard. You know, it's funny. I'm just realizing my 2017 movie is... <laughs> I've, got two, also I've got two Taika movies in a and row. And is your 2019? No. Oh. Wait, which one did he have in 2019? Oh. Jojo. Jojo. Oh, man. How did I not put that on my 2019 <laughs> list? You can change it. I mean, it's going in here, but I still don't think it's... I think it's hard because we didn't see that till 2020. So I think in my mind... It was a 2020 movie. Oh yeah. Um, it's definitely up there. But okay, but 2017. Okay, we're yeah, we gotta go back a few years. <laughs> so, so you chose Thor Ragnarok then. Thor Ragnarok, I love it so much. And my favorite thing about it is that I didn't care for Thor before this point. Like, eh, he's just there. Like, I didn't love him. I didn't hate him. He was just there. That's fine. But Thor Ragnarok made me love Thor. And Thor Ragnarok is my favorite Marvel, maybe my favorite Marvel movie. That's really hard. I have another Depends one. On the day. I have another well, one that's really one? close. Well, it's on a list coming up, so. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what year even. Okay. <laughs> 2017, I I don't know. Ragnarok's up there for me. Last Jedi also Last came out Jedi that year. Last Jedi is definitely a runner-up. Dunkirk. Um, Dunkirk. I love Wonder Woman. Dunkirk. I forgot about Wonder Woman, but it should be on my list. I love that one too. And Coco. Oh, Coco. So I, I, I can't, like I said, these last few, <laughs> for whatever reason, I have a hard time picking. Um, I don't know. I'll just say Last Jedi since you picked Ragnarok, but I also really love Dunkirk and I really love Coco. Tough choices. So 2018, what's your numero uno? Mm. Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. Um, I just love... Like I said, I love Mission Impossible, and I don't know what to, what else to say. That movie's just like it's so good, it's so intense, and so many good stunts. And ugh, my goodness. <laughs> also, I love Rogue Nation, which is one before, but that came out in 2015. I forgot to mention that. Mm. That would be a runner-up for that. Might even be number one. I don't know. That's a hard choice. Anyways, my runner-up for 2018 is Black Panther, which is my number one. Mm. Black Panther. I love it so much um it has my favorite favorite marvel villain yes eric killmonger i love his story um my runner-ups are well like are some of my first ones where it's like netflix movies Mm. which is interesting we were kind of talking about this and we were like well do we just pick cinema release or you go with any movie at all and up to this point like i mean i love a good decom movie um but none of them are like my favorite movie from each year but uh, they're getting so good with these Netflix releases and things are going straight to Disney Channel and stuff. Um, so some of my runner-ups were the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, mm-hmm. To All the Boys I've Loved Before, and then not a Netflix, but Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. It's a good year, 2018. All right, 2019, Casey. So, Knives Out. 
that's probably not a not, not a, surprise. a surprise to anyone. But Jojo <laughs> Rabbit's very close. I do really love Jojo Rabbit. But also, 2019 is just hard. The farewell, it's so hard. Little Women, yes. Goodness. And then I mean, you've got Captain Marvel, Endgame. Is Captain Marvel your number one? Captain Marvel's <laughs> my number one. Number one from 2019, Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah. So Thor Ragnarok, Captain Marvel are like my top two Marvel movies. And then Black Panther is like a real close third. Mm. Um, which is funny because none of them are like the Avengers as a whole. I tend to like the stand. I love the Avenger movies and Endgame's on here as a, as a runner up. But I think I like when a story can focus more on one character's story yeah. versus 20 character stories. It gets um, to be a lot. Most of my favorite yeah, of the Marvel movies yeah. are standalone. But yeah, Rise of Skywalker is a runner up. Um, Little Women runner up. Frozen 2. I surprisingly like loved Frozen 2 when Frozen 1 was just okay to me. <laughs> All right. And then this year, Casey, the year 2020. Kind of end a little bit on a sad note considering we haven't really weird got the, had the, the chance to see any, but there hasn't been much. I think we saw, well, we <laughs> technically saw Knives Out in theaters um, in like January, but. Yes. But and I saw movies, Little Women this in January. But we haven't seen any 2020 movies. In, in theaters. theaters. Yeah. I just missed Emma. Everything started shutting down around Emma. Um, so that's one I still want to see. But my number one has got to be Hamilton. Hmm. Good choice. Did come out this year to yeah, Disney Plus. counts. <laughs> <laughs> and then my sort runner of. up is your number one. Onward. Onward. Yep. I knew it. I loved Onward so Onward much. is really so good. So much better than I was expecting. Like it was one that I was not planning on seeing in theaters. Yeah. And then when Disney Plus was like, we're putting it out, it's like, oh, okay, now I'll watch it. And yeah. I surprisingly liked it a lot. Yeah, like, same. Casey, we should watch that again, yeah. like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we watched it again not too long after that. So, Also, so had 2020 go gone as a normal year, I think Mulan would have been my favorite of 2020. Uh, I think, it, is it still set to come out, though? I think so. so. Well, then, speaking of, we should end with, what are you most looking forward to? I am most looking forward to Mulan. Do you know what I'm most looking forward to? I can't even remember. Like, I feel like this year is so weird that I don't remember everything weird. that's coming out. Well, you have Tenet coming come out, out, which I'm excited for. But oh, yes. my most anticipated is Dune. Oh, yes. Dune. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. directed by possibly my favorite director. I don't know. Taika Waititi. Denis Villeneuve. And it's got Oscar Isaac in it and Rebecca Ferguson. And I love them both. And there's more people in the cast that are amazing. And Timothy Chalamet. I just finished reading the book. You're reading the book right now? I'm like halfway through. It's yeah. a bit of a tome, but I, I'm is. enjoying it. I it just, is really I'm good. Not a quick reader. We're going to have an episode about it. So. Well, it's going to be a bonus episode. We're going to have a bonus episode about <laughs> it. So start reading. Actually, at this point in August, it's coming up. So read faster. Yeah, like next week. So I think yeah. it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was really, really looking forward to Mulan. I hope I still get to see it this year. I would not be sad at all, though, if Disney Plus just keeps putting things out straight to Disney Plus. <laughs> I think they probably spent too much on Mulan to do that. Uh, probably. Um, do you have any media recommendations? As we close out this episode, Val, do you have any media recommendations? They're probably old at this point. They can be old. We're recording. Like, it can be things you watched when you yes. were a kid and just this haven't mentioned. True. It can be a anything we want it to be then i've been listening to the new the head and the heart album a lot hmm. and enjoying that what's your media recommendation i'm going to recommend well at this point everyone's seen hamilton on disney plus i'm sure so i would recommend that but i'd also recommend if you can find it you know as a even if you find it on youtube in bad quality but there's a 
um, a documentary, Hamilton's America, which is really good and um, talks about some of, you know, kind of interweaves the real history with um, the making of the musical a little bit and a lot of the actors having to deal with the fact that they're playing, also playing men that weren't the greatest people. And um, I don't know, it's just really good and fantastic. What? You have serious alfalfa hair oh, right I now. On purpose. <laughs> Like most of it's down in the front, but in the back, man, there's that one patch of hair that's like legitimate alfalfa hair. You know it. You're just rocking that look. want to remind you about the possibility of super shout outs. If you want to have a super shout out on our show or any of the WBNE shows. I feel like we need some kind of a little like super shout out. Yeah, exactly. And Uh, we need it. Well, we need something that we just like, yeah, like put in each episode, man. What do you mean? Like we have a clip that we put in. Of, uh, Of, Of us saying super shout out something yes oh, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> head head to wbne.org if you want to make a super shout out as yeah. long as it's nice we'll do it exactly you can make us say whatever you want that's kind yep that's we will nice promote your podcast we will promote read a website. love letter we mm-hmm. will as long as it's clean we will do whatever you want within reason <laughs> <laughs> You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at elsewhere underscore pod. Our cover art is by Vaishan Brandon. You can find his graphics on Instagram at graphite.vmb. Hello from Elsewhere is a proud member of WBNE. Visit WBNE.org for more fabulous podcasts like Sincerely Us. Dear listener, today's going to be a good day and here's why. Because today we're headed to Broadway. Are we? Okay, maybe not, but we're talking about Broadway. I'm Becca. And I'm Eni, and we host Sincerely Us, a podcast for the casual musical theater fan. We discuss everything from strong female characters, to Ben Platt, to individual shows, to Ben Platt, (laughs) to act one finales and everything in between. We even have a few experts on to talk about their expertise in the realm of musical theater. It's an easygoing show for every theater fan. No experience required. Listen every Wednesday, at WBNE.org or wherever you get podcasts. That's not a Disney fan cast, I promise. Well, I'm kind of tired of 1990. No offense to 1990, but time travel gives me a bit of a headache. I don't know how it affects you. but I thought you loved time travel. It was your favorite thing of all time. Mm-hmm. What you love most is when all time converges on one point in time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking what do you mean mm-hmm. all time converges? Just like when you're living all moments at once. You're giving me a headache. <laughs> you're also trying to spoil a movie and I'm not going to do it because too many of our listeners haven't seen this movie. I'm not saying a word. Good. Not a single word. Yep. It's Princess Diaries. <laughs> There's time travel. Little did you know. Mm, do you have a favorite movie on this list? I guess that'd probably be your favorite movie. Oh, yeah. My favorite movie of all time. Since the year you were born. Since the year I was born. Uh, if I have to answer off the top of my head, mm, maybe Princess Diaries. Maybe While You Were Sleeping. Maybe Captain Marvel. Maybe there's a Those lot. are all vastly different movies and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Valerie, happy birthday, Beeps. Thank you for the birthday, Beeps. You're welcome. Happy Beeps.